0: Today on the Self-Evident Podcast, we've got some special guests. We're throwing our format right out the window, but that's okay because you're watching the Self-Evident Podcast. Welcome. You've got the self-having podcast. You got Mike, you got Massey the, the face of beauty. The Romans, the Greeks, they'd be jealous. The joy
1: of the Lord is my strength So <laughs> my mom used to smile. <laughs> <laughs> you should see pictures of my mom. It's like a forced smile. Like, like the, like the founding fathers. <laughs> Like, it hurt to smile. Like, these muscles didn't ah, work.
0: <laughs> I'm so happy right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where?
0: <laughs> down in. Yes. Anyways. Anyways, welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. We did one <sighs> record. We're doing another, man. But, uh,
1: you know, there's a, there, you know,
0: we we just, we hustle. It's about that, seven. and then too
1: the 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 office here <laughs> is kind of down right now. Our AC
0: is being worked on, so it's a great day to and, be alive. And we actually we had the AC its knock right before we yeah, right, to right. <laughs> right. Can we get in here and work? <laughs> mm, Forty five minutes, deal. Deal. So
1: thank God it's not the electricity because energy ops would have to be called uh, Ooh, for the show. Plug. You know what I'm saying? So energy ops. Good plug. Dot us. Yes. Energyops.us. They're sponsors of this video. So guys, go check them out. Energyops.us. Yes. We got some the, guests up on her. Yeah, we do. We, we got, got go. some some liberals from Colorado. <laughs> I'm, Man, kidding. These, I'm, these kidding. I'm kidding. These guys
0: love Biden and everything he's doing. They are just the progressive agenda and they can't defend themselves because we got them in the green room. Ha! It's Matthew Patrick, Chase Davis. Let's bring them on. We've had before. crime chase guys long live biden right
2: (laughs) (laughs) well it's been good talking guys um thanks for having us on
0: just just (laughs) no problem
1: that was the quickest like interview it was that was was awesome it was smooth that was smooth actually by them yeah by them it was like that was good (laughs) that was a good move a really good move. <laughs> oh man, the coffee hasn't really set in, fellas. So forgive us because we're trying here. We're trying. We're 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 doing it. A- oh, I forget. We have this camera too. Yeah, we're really trying. I'm looking over here. It's over here. We're really trying, fellas. So give us that little juice here. Give yeah. us the juice. What what's going on in y'all's world? Um, obviously we knew about you guys for some articles and things like that. That uh, you two were uh not willingly stirring the pot. Actually, just standing for righteousness, and it stirred the pot in its own right. Uh, Give us some updates. What's going on with you fellas?
2: Go for it, Chase.
3: Oh, man. Well, (laughs)
2: let's go positive first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We've got Aaron Rodgers and generic white guy 87.
1: (laughs) Wow. Sorry. Sorry, Chase. That's
2: great.
3: You're good. Um, Yeah, so in boulder i mean obviously we planted 12 years ago god has done incredible things and he still is so we are uh, actively remodeling a church building that we bought by god's grace in 2021 and um, we got the roof off it we got trusses hopefully coming on monday it's supposed to snow so i think it's a little bit different climate than y'all are in down there uh, it's like 28 degrees here how do you snow. spell
0: snow? snow what what is what, that how do you yeah <laughs> 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 what, what is that it's that oh, is that white stuff that comes that from white, the sky? Yeah, that that white like uh, uh, laundry like detergent stuff. Yeah, Pretty yeah. much. It's like no. dandruff. Got it's dandruff. D- yeah, dandruff. it's yeah, different yeah. than God. the
2: white. God. It's different than the white stuff they found in the White House. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't it amazing? Like nobody, nobody claimed it. That's what blows <laughs> me away. <laughs> 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 yeah. That blows me away. <laughs> <laughs> I got left hanging. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. This is off to a rip-roaring start. We, we appreciate you on our You're amateur good. Good.
1: league so, hour. So continue, Chase. I think, you know, um, y'all remodeling a church building, there's just been a real common theme amongst a lot of Christians today, and it's transitions. I think God's moving us up in a lot of ways. Um, I think it's due to our faithfulness and obedience, because he does it on his own timing. But just hearing you guys remodel and do that stuff and... I just think it's totally the Lord because we're kind of facing the same thing here. Uh, We just moved into a building two years ago. We're already having to move into a new one here in about a year and a half because it's just growing, right? It's just God's faithfulness and that kind of stuff. So we we totally we're with you, pal. And if you need someone to swing hammers,
3: we know a couple of kids. Don't offer because we'll we'll get you up here (laughs) real fast. Well, I am Mexican. (laughs) We
1: kind of just have it in our
0: blood. So I can roof pretty good, landscape pretty
1: much on it. I, I'm
0: yeah. not going to tell you that I was in roofing for several years before <laughs> ministry. So we'd go up and help dude. That'd be yeah, great. Heck yeah. We're, we're actually going to be up there. I think I had said in my email at one point, uh, mid January. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, so we're going to stalk you guys. Look, you're going to be up there Stop preaching. By. Oh, wow. Okay. Great. Love it. Um, along that line, like, and I, I would like to hear like, What do you guys have going on lately? Um, I'm guessing most of the kerfluffle with the city kind of died down. And so I don't want to belabor that point unless something like new and major has popped up. But what are you guys recognizing and seeing right now in your area, your territory that's going on, that the Lord is doing, that the enemy is doing? Um, Just kind of give us the landscape Mm -hmm. out in Boulder, Colorado.
2: Yeah, I would, I'll go ahead and, and take some of that and then Chase, feel free to hop in whenever. But uh, what, what I would say is, yeah, it, it definitely has died down. And I would say, you know, people have asked why or what, whatnot. I think part of it is uh, we moved out of a kind of a more business owned facility and into a church building until we move into our building. I think that's been part of it. But I think the other part of it, and I don't think this should be ignored, is the reality that. Um, I think a lot of these people start realizing we're not going away, (laughs) Uh, that they can say whatever that they want and they can get on Twitter and they can write articles and they can do all these things. But, you know, when the Daily Wire picks you up, it's amazing how all of a sudden when a national group picks up your story, certain people get quiet because then they get kind of freaked out like, wow, there's people actually backing them. And so I think the encouraging thing for us in this season is things have quieted down a little bit is just kind of seeing that there's people all over the country that, um, are supportive of us, but also we're supportive of them. Um, they're going through a lot of the same things and, uh, that you're, you're not alone out there in these sorts of things. And I think, uh, um, that's, that's a way that podcasts like this, or even Twitter, um, you know, chat groups, all these different things, it's actually extremely encouraging, um, to be part of, we were just up at, a up in Moscow, uh, Idaho, for a CREC um, uh, um, general council event and just seeing hundreds of other pastors that are like-minded singing so- songs together, you know, having a beer together, doing all that kind of stuff, just being encouraged in those ways and just realizing, Hey, you we're not alone in this. Um, and a lot of times I think, particularly as a church plant, you can, in a more liberal context, a lot of guys just think they're the only ones that they're laboring. It's just not true. And, you know, um, I can't tell you how many guys have reached out to me, just direct message me over Twitter or whatever. Um, Chase has a pretty um, big podcast. A lot of guys have reached out to him. And it's just almost like this kind of groundswell of community and support has been developing. And so I think when the enemy sees that, they begin to go, oh, um, we're not just attacking one person. If we're going to attack one of them, we're going to get all of them. And that's a big part of it. Chase, what would you add to that?
3: Yeah, I think even locally. I mean, yeah, the uh over the last few years we've re- we've we've initiated conversations with people uh, uh particularly in the states, but um but all over the world people have reached out whether it's I mean, we just got a letter in the mail from a pastor in Canada just pr- he said he's praying for us That's awesome. and uh trying to encourage us and so we feel like there's a lot of people who they're not fans of us as if we're people to be fans of. They're uh brothers in Christ. Right. who are encouraged and also are offering encouragement to us. But more important that, than that, really, to me, is the local representation of churches. Um, maybe not in Boulder, but we do have some good churches in Boulder. But even all all over the state, there's there's a lot of good churches in Colorado. And for I think for too long, those good churches that are standing on God's truth, that are ready, maybe not to be, you know... Uh, you know, enter into the culture war, like full throated and that kind of thing, but they're, like they ex- Yeah, sure. <laughs> 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 but they're, they're ready. Like they're, they're able to be taught and they're tired. They're tired of the game that, that they've been told they have to play to be subservient to the state, to be subservient to these leftist narratives. Right. They're eager to be equipped. And so, you know, there's a lot of good churches in Colorado that are taking a stand, that are ready to stand strong in the day of testing. And so that's been really encouraging to me, just when I see a lot of local guys that you can see in person. Because it is, it's is—it's one thing when we can connect over this uh, a virtual platform like this and encourage one another, sharpen one another. But it's a, a different thing when you know this guy, I've seen him in person. I know where he lives. I know where his church is, and he's got my back. And so that's that's been super encouraging to us.
0: Amen. No, go
1: ahead. I, I got a lot of questions. Like yeah, when Matt said they all had a beer together, was it Bud Light? Oh, Death not. <laughs> well, they're oh, making man, a resurgence. So many, so many lanes I want to go. Here. I know. Why do you have to do that to No, me? no, but <laughs> I'm, I'm with Chase on on the whole encouragement thing. I think one of the hardest things is people, they say they don't believe the media for the most part. <clears throat> I hear it a lot. I don't believe the media, blah, blah, blah. But in, in, in actuality, they really do, because they're hearing, you know, basically all the stuff that the church isn't doing anything. Uh, we're actually talking about a thing on a show here about, there's a preacher that came out and said, uh, there's no more men in America, and that if a man-eating lion was here, he'd starve to death. I just think that's the biggest bunch of crap I've ever heard, and I'll tell you why. Because there are men, and there are those reserved, the 7,000. There are, and there's more than that. I really believe there are churches. I travel to them. I go out and meet them, and I, when I do youth events and schools and things like that, when I meet pastors, some of them are like, I don't know what to do. But then you educate them, and then they're like, holy crap, I can do that? I can actually stand. I can. I can say these things. I can. So most people don't even know, you know. So to to, to stand, and once you give them that information, they're for the most part willing to. Now there are some, obviously. There's woke places, and you know, heretics, and all that stuff. That that's been since the beginning. But I'm like excited that you said that. You guys go into that conference or whatever. The the all those pastors and stuff. By the way, raw invite. I mean, I would have, like, gone, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just saying. But, no, I just think it's awesome to hear that even a guy from can wherever they come from, when you get right. supported by your bros, there's nothing like it, man. You know what I mean? Because it's like you're not looking for affirmation. It's just nice to have. It's like we're not alone in this fight. You
0: know what I mean? And there's so many pastors that, like you guys were saying, they feel alone, so they, well, you know, I I got to be careful what I say because if I stick my head out, it's going to get chopped off right away. But there's there is something intimidating for darkness when the the church actually rallies together, when it comes together. Yeah, you know, and I, just, I get this image of like you guys, especially in your area, you were the ones to step up and plant your feet and be firm. And people are noticing and going, oh wait, I can do it too. Because you always have to have that one person that like steps out, they're ready, they're doing it, and then other people come in behind. And we've noticed increase in our own territory of, like, yep. people are starting to step up, go, wait, I, d- I don't have to deal with this. Yeah. I don't have to do this. That's right, you know?
1: yeah. Um, Do you guys have, like, people in your church um that are getting active into the local side of government, or do you guys, like, kind of just continue to focus on the gospel and stuff, which is all that's cool, wondering if, like, you guys are enacting your guys, uh, your, your church people to go out and, like, be a part of, like, school boards and all that stuff.
3: Yeah, so, I mean, our... Our main focus is building up the saints, equipping the saints for the work of the ministry, preaching the gospel to them, as I'm sure uh, any good pastor would say. Yeah, totally. And so the the weird thing about being in a context like ours, you know, it's it's a matter of prudence and cost and what we want to turn our people towards. And so I think our biggest thing right now is equipping families to raise their children, discipling children in Love the it. Lord, uh, Christian education. Th- these are big emphases. Um, and, and when we look at the landscape in Boulder, it can be really demoralizing uh (laughs) because like they're doing a i think it's a city council election coming up and it's like all of them all of them are either gay or uh or at least at the pride festival you know and so there is no it would be it would be a courageous and bold thing for anyone either in our church any christian locally to get involved but it's such an uphill battle um and so there's a lot of work to be done just on the ground locally sharing the gospel with people seeing them come to new life in christ um, Matt's had some experience with that. If you want to, Matt, you want to share a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been involved in some local government stuff just based off of being a, um, formerly a business owner. Well, I actually do own a business with my wife here in town as well. Um, and navigating all of that sort of stuff. And and it's just, it's um, the groundwork of kind of liberalism is laid so thick that to break through would really take um, a dedicated effort from somebody who is um, not only buttoned up, and when I say buttoned up, I don't mean like they um, mind their P's and Q's. I mean, you know, everything that they have personally is in order because it's all going to get dug up. It's mm-hmm. it, They're yeah. going to get uh, uh, brought through the ringer if they want to go that route. Um, and so what, what I think what we've seen is we have to put an emphasis of um, teaching Christians how to use their giftings in which God's given them, um, starting businesses, leading homes, uh, you know, getting their kids out of um, the schools. I mean, for crying out loud, um, Chase was it the vice president of the school board. Yeah. yeah. Um, called us in the paper a hate group. <laughs> um, and, and so, you know, I mean, that's that's what you're up against, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, people are like, you, you couldn't even put your kid in a in a, in a you know, a charter public school or something like. No, like I, I was telling my daughter, I was like the, the school board literally hates us it's not it, that's not even being uh, that's awesome exaggerated like th- they they have said that to us wow. and and so to, to go straight to the top i think it would be um it'd be fine i'd love for somebody to do that but i think right. you no. know what, what would it look like for christian businesses to start and support each other Bro. and and that sort of thing i think that's what it looks more like in a place like boulder
1: i right. i just i love your response both of you and, and I'll tell you why. We did get some people, like two or three people, elected to school boards here. and We're changing some things here. But what you just said was so important that if their family's not built up, can you imagine the criticism that comes against your church people? And if their family's not strong, what will happen to their kids? Right. You know, their wives and all the, the vitriol and the attack. Because they have to know, man, being in Christ, you will suffer persecution. Right? It, it, that there's, there's legit, and especially where you guys are at, I'm not trying to single it out. It's bolder. You just basically said it, the the town councils and stuff like that, either gay or in the pride parade, or they say they hate you. And it's like everybody on the outside goes, yeah, that's the way it should be. Well, it's easy to say it should be that way when you're not the one in it. You know what I mean? (laughs) So you guys are doing the right thing. I love that you guys' church is focused on the discipleship. And I think um, I was praying a couple of weeks ago, and I was frustrated about some things that were happening uh, locally and some things, and, and I just... Just hearing God, man, just like wrote it down in my journal. I've only ever called you to love my people and disciple them. And it's like, dang, (laughs) I felt him tell me you overcomplicate this. I was like, I do actually. Yes, you're right. All I'm called to do is the commission and disciple people, the great commission to disciple the people. And we're raising up so many cool leaders. And I think you guys are on the right track, obviously, with the Christian businesses, because you got to regain the town from the bottom up. I, I agree with you. You can't go always to the top. The cool thing is here in this area, there is a lot of Christian-owned businesses, yeah. and it's pretty conservative
0: in that realm, so we can kind of do. But I love what you guys are doing, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, for us, it's, it's more keeping what we've already got because um, it is more of a conservative base, more of conservative values, yeah, yeah. Uh, local government system. So we're just trying to protect that. And, of course, when we got these school board members um, helped, helped get them elected, I know that's blasphemy in separation of church and state but you know <laughs> and we we caught we caught all the blowback of course you know and one of the things that I want I want you guys to kind of speak into because we've pointed out to people is that fight doesn't end either it it may come in different ways but what we noticed was We got the positions, and then, there, of course, there was a a book, uh, removing books out of the library situation, so, of course, that controversy sparked up, and I think some people in the church were caught off guard with the fact that evil didn't just go away. Right. Um, Darkness didn't just disappear, and, hey, you won the victory, and everything's good. Um, So if you guys could speak into that as well, kind of what you see in terms of, hey, where's the next thing happening in your area?
3: Yeah, it's hard to discern a lot of times where the Lord is taking you into the battle when he wants you to kind of trust him, always trust him, but in terms of like more of a sit and wait and more yeah. of a go on the offensive. Mm-hmm. And so for us, uh, it's just maintaining consistency over time of of preaching and equipping people into maturity because you're right. I mean, we saw, uh, I don't know if you kept up with this guy named Dusty Devers in Oklahoma. Have you heard about this guy? no. Oh man, you gotta look into him. He's oh, um, he's great. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah, you should look him up. I was watching his name is Dusty
2: Devers. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) great name. Way better than Matthew Patrick.
3: (laughs) So he's uh he was running for like state senate, so not like a federal election, but a state election in Oklahoma. And I was like watching election results at like 10 p.m. for some state senator position in Oklahoma because I was so excited. He's a Christian (laughs) pastor in Oklahoma. Yeah, um, he aligned with the Republicans um and he you know got um won the primary there and it looks like he's going to be winning lord willing the uh the the race against the democrats as well and so he's just a good man and so you see that that's really inspiring and it's good that he has local support and his church has his back but i think for us locally it's like okay there's a lot of work to be done just in the local level like with churches um our, our goal is not to be necessarily agitators, that's not the goal, but to be faithful to the Lord, and that means we will invariably agitate some things right. and stir some things up. So I anticipate when we get in the building, um, there will be more spiritual attack, and you know, we're trying to equip our church and build, build solid foundations now. We're having meetings with people in our church to try to meet with them, hear from them, equip them, and, um, and so God is doing a, a really unique thing at our church in terms of unity, and aligning mm-hmm. us, um, and also we're just pastors, like like you guys were saying. We're just we're trying to care for people well, and whatever they're going through in their normal life, um, but also raise people's vision for what God wants to do. Because our conviction at the well is that Boulder already belongs to King Jesus. Boulder is mm. is God's territory, and so if that's our attitude, we can have a long suffering patience that doesn't lead us to passivity. It should lead us to action and to be bold in preaching the gospel because it all belongs to him anyways. Mm-hmm. So who do we have to fear? So that's kind of our temperament.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, t- two quick thoughts on that. What One yeah. is kind of external is how, how do we use Boulder to encourage the saints broader? Um, one is kind of the analogy that Chase and I have used is, and, and there's plenty of other cities and other great pastors that are, would say on the front lines of um, fighting darkness and the kind of political sphere that we find ourselves in. Um, but what we kind of say is it's our job to warn guys like, Hey, if you become passive or if you're just kind of squishy middle, um, you know, like what, why does this matter? Um, it, like you, you always say, you know, like there's always jokes about Boulder. You don't want those jokes about your town. Right. And, And so like what you guys are talking about, holding on to what you have, that's really important. And so, uh, guys shouldn't ignore that who are in a place that find maybe school boards that do have Christians on them. Like, um, trust me, you don't want one that is um, void of any sort of Christian influence. Um, you, you don't want that. So I'd say that's one thing. It's, it's like we're kind of, um, you know, calling back from the front lines going, hey, here's what's going on up here. We have to we have to fight up here so that it doesn't get to you. Um, th- that's one way we kind of view it. And secondarily, I, I think Christians make a mistake a lot of times of uh, microwaving this change, if you will. And, and so we, re- we we truly have a view of what's this going to be like for our great grandchildren down the road That's and, and, and so on and so forth. But we, we met with uh, up in a cabin up in the mountains with a group of like 10 pastors or so. And we started with what do we want to do in 50 years? Like what, what do we want done in 50 years? I love that. And and, and then worked our way backwards of how do, how do we start this? Like, what do we do this year? Mm -hmm. And when you do that, it's kind of, it can kind of make you excited about 50 years, but you kind of look at one year and it may not be a lot, but man, that's a step towards um, raising a place where my children can um, flourish and enjoy life and um, celebrate their faith and and love God well. And so it's really having that long-term perspective on it instead of um, changing everything today.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm not speechless. I'm actually kind of floored about you guys. Um, I was reading Jeremiah 29. Y'all know the scripture, right? Jeremiah 29 11. Who doesn't? Um, We put it on bumper stickers and cups, you know, (laughs) all the thoughts and plans I have for you. But if you read verse 4 and on, it changes your whole perspective on that chapter. He says, when you go into captivity, which in a sense, boulders caught in captivity of darkness, right? The town councils and everything. He tells them, Build homes, give your kids to marry, Uh, you know, marry off your daughters and your sons. Make sure that you're building vineyards and plant your gardens and all these other things. Make sure that you're an influence there. He said, seek the prosperity of your city because when your city prospers, then you prosper, right? And then he says, be careful of the prophets because they're weird and flaky, right? Some of them, you know, (laughs) to interpret your dreams all weird and crap. And then he says, for I know the thoughts and plans I have towards you. And I love that because you guys are like, we're in the middle of Boulder. We could throw in the towel and say, well, we're just going to be Christians and try to, you know, whatever. But you guys are like, no, we're going to take territory piece by piece by piece. We're going to plant our vineyards. We're going to plant our gardens. We're going to give our daughters to marry. We're going to go preach the gospel. We're going to be Christians is what he was trying to tell them to do. Don't stop being who I've called you to be as my children. Yeah, you're a little bit in captivity. I'm going to deliver you from that one day. But if you do this, when I do deliver you, the land's yours. When that breaks through, the land is yours again. You just said it. I think that's been the heart cry of this ministry. It has been, Lord, who, what kind of a nation are we going to leave to our kids, right? Dietrich Bonhoeffer once said, um, the, moral, the ultimate test of a moral society is the kind of world it leaves to its children. I think that's really been the heart's cry of why we do what we do is our kids. Like, I'm dead already, man. I became a Christian. I'm dead. I'm a dead man. I'm alive to Christ. My children need to see how we fight and operate as a Christian, how we disciple, how we raise them up in the faith. I can't tell you how cool it is to talk to your 15-year-old about the book of Acts. And he's like telling me, Dad, Paul was right, man. When he stood up to the king, he's like, I'm not listening to you. I'm listening to God. He goes, that was freaking awesome. I was like, yeah, it was freaking awesome, wasn't it? But just like, you know how there's 15-year-olds out there who don't even crack open a Bible, who don't understand the things of God, and yet your kids are walking in it, you're like, dang. we've, we've raised our kids this far. I pray to the Lord that he keeps them and actually drives them to what their calling is. Right. But hearing you guys, I'm like, this gives me so much freaking hope for Boulder Mm -hmm. and Colorado itself. You guys are kicking butt, man. I'm just happy. (laughs) uh, What can we do to help, man? I want to go out there and go witness with you guys, man. Let's go. Great. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) And we're going to be, I'm telling you, we're going to be up there in January. We'll hit the streets, man. What's that? By the way, that was the next question. What was the reception like? What's the reception like when you guys go out and like street, uh, I, everybody evangelizes different. I'm not saying you're standing on a street corner and saying, go to hell if you're not Christ. <laughs> Cause there are people that do that respect, whatever, you know, you, you, you do what you do. I, 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 am a firm believer in Jesus talking about hell to the Pharisees. But when he came to those who didn't know him, he really preached himself. He's like, I'm the way, the truth and life. So um, if they preach that way, great, you know, But what's the reception for you guys like in Boulder when you guys go out and preach the gospel and do your thing?
3: Yeah, that's an interesting topic because you know it's so funny when we moved here, people who did street preaching, I kind of turned up my nose at. I was just I was prideful, and and God really humbled me Mm -hmm. in 2020, and so I've been trying to get uh, some friends that I know do street preaching really well to come and like I just want to watch them do it. I need I need to be taught a little bit because I could go up on Pearl Street and I could set up and do it, uh, and maybe maybe that's just what I need to do, but. Um, our style has has been has been and continues to be more more relational and organic, friends, neighbors, uh, businesses, that kind of thing. And Matt Matt's a fantastic evangelist. Um, it's one of his giftings, and so uh, I think Matt probably has some some great stories of what it looks like when he shares the gospel with people here locally, especially
1: with a name like Matt Patrick. Yeah, right. It's like a perfect lawyer name.
2: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, I'm not trying to categorize you as a lawyer That was a I know. bad
1: move, shut up, Mass All right, it, Go it, ahead, sir I'm it, sorry. It,
2: It's the reason why I invited Aaron Rodgers to plant a church with me
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Johnson and Johnson himself Yeah,
2: yeah right uh, Yeah, no, I mean, evangelism, you know, it, it's funny uh, I've always, you know, I, I'm not opposed to street preaching It's actually something I did a quite a bit in college and like Chase, I think at some level I I got humbled because I kind of, for whatever reason, I learned how to be a nice Christian um, for a while, and then you know how how to not offend people, and then working my way out of that. But the one thing I don't think I ever gave up really was um, was just my heart for my neighborhood, the people around me, um, being involved in a lot of different spheres in Boulder as a pastor, but also as um, somebody who's connected to mul- multiple businesses and things. I-, I think the interesting thing is to be very forthright with what you believe. Um, a-, a good example I like to share with business leaders um, in town, I was sitting in a building here in Boulder, a very fancy office, trying to raise capital for a business that I was starting um, here in Boulder. And, uh, you know, guys all in their suits and, driving Maseratis and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I, I'm like over there trying to rub two nickels together, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and and so I'm in this room and I'm asking them for a couple million dollars and they just start laughing at me and they go, do you know what's going to happen to you in this town if you fail? And my mind goes immediately, this is the perfect time to preach the gospel to these men. Mm. And, and, and they were just kind of like, you'll be ruined, all these sorts of things. And I just looked at him. I said, oh, you don't know me. And they said, what do you mean? I said, you don't know me. I'm a Christian, which means my identity is secure in Christ. It, like, l- l- Listen, like th- this business dealing can fall through all these things, but who I am is secure. So whether it's you give me awesome money or not, it is, it is it makes no ultimate difference to me. And the room just gets quiet, you know. <laughs> oh, it, it, and, and so or it's like you're, you're I'm on a neighborhood uh, text chat and, and people in my neighborhood We'll start like spouting crazy ideas about stuff. I could tell you all about my neighborhood. My neighborhood's crazy. Yeah, uh, it's it's wild. Uh, I mean, really wild. And, and and I'll just get on there. I'll be like, hey, the uh, uh, neighborhood conservative Christian chiming in to give his opinion on this, <laughs> and, and 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 we all laugh and have a good time with it, you know. But like, um, th- th- they'll all participate. You know, my wife and I host like regular like neighborhood happy hours in our front yard, and everybody comes. <laughs> That's you know awesome and, and so it's just one of those things where it's like and, and, and when people say ridiculous things i go that's ridiculous and right. then i explain why it, it's not as complex as people want to make it to be so while it's not street preaching it is very no, aggressive awesome. in its, it's nature yeah it's
1: missional
0: well and i i love that you've done away with the uh, i've I've got to say it in just the right way that I don't hurt their feelings and then they'll accept me. And I think a lot of people, especially when they're they're evangelizing or they're having that hard conversation, there's something in them that's like, well, I've got to really keep it, keep it tight and locked or else it'll turn them off and they won't. But, but you're doing it with grace at the same time of telling them the truth, right? You know, you a hey, local conservative christian here here's my thought you know it's like hey i get it you may not agree with me but this is this is yeah. what god says about this or this is this is how a christian views this and there's a burden that gets lifted off when you stop worrying so much about how the person is going to react right because they're responsible for their reaction right and and i love that you it sounds like you figured out that narrow road of how do you give them the truth without going out of your way to make them mad and insult them and all of that, but at the same time not watering down the message that you need yeah, to give yeah. out of fear that, oh, they'll, they'll hate me and then they'll never come to Christ.
2: Yeah. yeah. And th- there are ramifications for that. I mean, too, it's not always, you know, uh, rose-colored glasses on all of it. You know, I mean, I heard my son coming home and a buddy up the road from our house that he had, his parents didn't want him to play with him anymore wow you know they've gotten over that but you know you're you've got to deal with that stuff yeah. that's very real you know
3: but
1: I think you, know, I mean again you guys are I, I street street preaching street ministry it all is different I mean you save a prostitute so different than what Stephen was doing you know what I mean as far as in the scripture right you know it, it just the whole you do it how you do it I've done them I've done the way of the master before I love that stuff I I do genuinely but I love being in a restaurant and just, like, I just feel the Lord telling me to talk to that guy about me. Sweet. <laughs> so I love those, too, you know what I mean? But, like, what I love about what y'all are doing, I'm telling you, this is, like, just so encouraging and right. awesome, right? Like, I, first off, I, I'm not idolizing here. I just think you guys are great, you know, I, and, and, but you're changing the perspective of what Christianity is in that city. Because we could say we're conservative Christian. They already think you're going to try to shoot us because we're gay. All of a sudden, you're out there just being like, "Hey, you want you you want to come to my house? It's happy hour." They're like, "What? You want to invite me over? Yeah, yeah, come on over." But you know, bring your own. But <laughs> I'm not feeding you, okay? But still, it's just like you're changing the whole perspective on what Christ is and who He was. I mean, Christ came on the scene. The only people He made mad was the Pharisees, if you think about it, right? Then he he was going out there to the to the commoner, to the common folk, to the to the Gentile, to the Samaritan. You know, he was out there doing that, saying, "Hey," and to the Jews, obviously. But just like I love it, man, you guys are awesome. So I'm telling you, it's going to turn. It has to, and God's got you there, and it's faithful, and it's just like this little permeative of the Spirit. He's just going to keep doing it. I, I love it. Um, what what is it that we could do and tell our audience um, to 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 just be encouraged? Like it, our our audience is, um, we've kind of pulled them out of this dark conservative hole of everything is bad, wrong. If you, you know, we, we pull from Doing all gloom. these, yeah, we, 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 we pull them from the doom and glooms. We pull them from only support Trump and idolizing him. We pull them from uh, dark Christianity or Christianity that's not active. And we say, Hey, do this. If there's one encouragement or some encouragement you can give to the listener to say, Hey, it starts like this. It's as simple as that could chase and Matt, you know, you, you guys just kind of have the floor, but what, what could you offer our audience to say? It's, it's time to get active. It's time to get busy.
2: Now right, you go first. Yeah, I would just say, who um, who 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 do you fear in these things? Um, right. I think a lot of conservative Christians have this idea of, um, I would say it's an exaggerated politeness mm. in their politics. Um, you know, and so it, it's one of those things where it's like they don't want to um, offend. And I get that. Like, I get it. Like, like everybody wants to have like Thanksgiving's coming up. We don't want to throw down with our family at Thanksgiving over politics. Like (laughs) I I, I fully understand all of that. It is kind of fun though. I love it. it. I know (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of fun. Chase just gets in fights with his brother. <laughs> Who does he
1: look like, Matthew Stafford?
3: No, <laughs> just like me. <laughs> yeah.
1: He looks
2: like Aaron Rodgers back in college. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but yeah, I would just say, you know, it, it's one of those things of, of just, you know, honestly reading the Bible. And, and I think Chase actually nailed it in a sermon several weeks ago where he was talking about we have to get to a point where hey you know if the Bible says something you know and it's direct I should be able to receive that regardless of what I think about it or how I'm going to internalize that like I need to be able to go you know hey if it's telling me to do that and in the world saying don't do that who am I siding with here right the word of God or man and it's just being settled to be that person to be settled to go well, this is what Scripture says. Now, obviously, there's interpretation needed. Hopefully, they're at a good church with a pastor that can help them navigate that. Um, all of those things, and and you know, there's great resources out there, and there's bad resources, and so hopefully, they're getting help navigating all of those different things. But letting the word speak for itself, I think, will go much further then guys and men and women will think stop trying to nuance the scripture to death Mm. until you get it to the point that you, it says what you want it to say. Um, I I said it in a sermon the other day, it's kind of like checking a weather app until you you just keep changing apps until you get the weather report you want. I don't know (laughs) if anybody's ever done that. You know, it's (laughs) like, I think that's how people, a lot of people treat the word of God is I'm just going to keep looking for another resource until it says what I want it to say. Yeah. Yeah. So don't do that. Just let, let it be right. Chase, your- yeah, I would say
3: you know, any kind of cultural renewal and revival and reformation must start with our churches. And so, if you want, if you if you kind of hear that call of like, what kind of nation are we going to leave to our kids? Um, and that stirs in your heart uh, a fire, there's something there, then I would say it must begin with your church attendance. You must be part of a local church, right. and that's why my biggest thing is go to church. Get with the people of God on the Lord's day and worship Him in in spirit and in truth, love Him, celebrate Him, uh, submit your life to Him, because you are not going to experience cultural renewal, revival, and reformation if you are absent from the body of saints. Um, It is a fool's errand to believe you can just exist as a Christian without your brothers and sisters in Christ, without being part of a local body. There's so many Christians, uh, we experience them all the time, and it's a lot of Christians who move here from out of state. And they didn't like where they came from. They moved to Boulder and they're kind of free range Christians and no church is good enough for them uh, because they have some kind of pet hobby horse theological thing. And it's like, this is nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. If you claim to be part of the body of Christ, you must be part of a local body of Christ. And so in order for us to see renewal and reformation, that's the big thing is right. Worship before the Lord, coming to him and then being sent out on mission from your local church into the community. And, And that's going to, uh, do something in your life where all of a sudden your, ryth- your rhythm Dang. of life, your pattern, uh, what you're looking forward to. Hey, I'm looking forward to going to church. Hey, I'm looking forward to fellowshipping with the saints. That becomes your thing, and that's easy evangelism too. Hey, what, are you, what did you do this weekend? I was I was with the church. Let me tell you about what, what my pastor said this Sunday. Hey, what that's are you awesome. what are you what are you doing this weekend? Hey, I'm going yeah. to church. You want to come? You know, it's just really simple stuff. That's that awesome. Dude. If you reorient your life around Christ and worshiping Him in all of life, not just Sunday. But particularly Sunday, that's going to be uh, incredibly powerful uh, to build up strong families and make disciples.
0: And I I don't know that I've met a Christian who's like, no, I don't go to church anymore. It's just my relationship with the Lord. I don't know that I've ever met one that's actually improved and gone deeper in their relationship with the Lord. I think every single time it's been, they slowly just drift away from the Lord because there's nobody sharpening them. There's nobody counteracting the lies that get in. There's no brotherhood to lift them up, no encouragement, no unity, right? That's awesome. I'm so glad you said that because we, especially, you know, when you move to a new area, you're carrying church hurt with you, you're carrying baggage. And so you go, well, I'll just do this myself a predator hunts something that is separated off from the herd, right? It's going for the weak. So if you separate yourself from the body, man, you're you're lunch for the enemy. The enemy will eat you up because you have nothing to help bind you and protect you and lift you up and, and join you. Um, so I, I, I love it. I mean, I don't...
1: No. Yeah. And, and, and again, we're just so grateful. Can, do you mind if we pray for you guys?
2: Please. That'd be great.
1: Yeah. We're, I'm just, let's do it, man. I'm, 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 I'm in my mode right now. So I'm uh
2: Can I ask you to pray for something specific for us? Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So we, I know we talked at the top about our building, but um, you know, Boulder put a lot of weird restrictions on us in the process. And so um, we're, we're, um, our church has been really generous and so but we do have a shortfall and so that's been a lot for us. And so that's what's something Chase and I are working a lot on. And so just kind of financial provision in that would be done really appreciated. Absolutely.
1: Done. Yeah. So so Father, I just thank you. Um, Lord, we're coming to you as sons and saying, Lord, you can do the impossible when we just make the possible of what we do in our end. Lord, we're, we're being as faithful as we know how, Father, to do your will, to do what you've called us to, Lord. And these two men are exemplifying the way they know how by the Spirit of God, Lord, to be Christians in this hour, this day, this time, this specific season. And Father, I thank you, Lord, for the example they're being in Boulder. I thank you for the example their church is becoming. I thank you, Lord, for the families and the structures being built. And Chase was dead on right reformation and revival start with that church, the church you ordained, Jesus. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you would move on these two, Lord, that their words would go forth in power, like Paul said, that their gospel came not in word only, but in power and in the Holy Spirit. And Father, I thank you for this church, Lord, to be fully provided for, Father. And I thank you, God, that each provision is met that there's nothing lacking, Father, that their faith goes beyond themselves and saying, Lord, we submit this to you. We, we died to it. So, Father, you said uh, you own the cattle on a thousand hills. Let's sell a couple, Lord, to get these guys the money they need. God, here's their five loaves and two fish, Father. Multiply their seed. In the name of Jesus, Father, I thank you, Lord, that these two— And their families, Lord. I thank you for their wives, and I thank you for uh, their families, their kids. I just thank you for their lineage, Father, that they're developing something that's breaking off old things in their lives and what there were in the past, and that, Lord, they can walk truly in the future saying, no, Lord, we changed our lineage because of this, and that it's marked this day, Father. So, Lord, we love you. We thank you. We honor you and worship you, and that you're on the throne, Father, and we trust that. In Jesus' name,
0: amen. 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 Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, and we will definitely keep you updated on when we're going to be out in Colorado. Please do. Um, yeah, absolutely. And if you guys are ever in Florida to escape the, yeah. the laundry detergent, come on <laughs> out. We have different kinds of snow. It's called sand. <laughs> <laughs> it's sea foam. It's, it's a great thing.
2: No, ch- thank ch- you so much, guys.
0: Yeah. Bless you both. Thanks. Uh, we love you guys, and uh, we'll be in touch, all right? Sounds Thank you. Good. Yeah. All right. Have a great day, guys. You too. Thank you. So, everybody, what more can you say? I just the 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 representation of Christ actively Dude, awesome. standing firm, standing strong. It's a beautiful thing and and so be sure to check them out. I love it. I love that it kind it's of encouraging, speechless, right? Because it does. like
1: they're so calm about what they're talking about
0: and they just do it.
1: And the war is heavy there, dude. The yeah. war is super heavy, but yet here they are going, We just trust the Lord and we're gonna keep right. doing what we do. That Jeremiah twenty-nine thing.
0: Right. I'm Absolutely. telling you, man.
1: I just that it's so encouraging to see it and to to watch it and to see their character and their demeanor. Dude, their their words hold weight. Right. They're not just talking like that because they read it in some stinking book. No, they're really just praying on this. It. And so, dude, we're behind you guys and I mean this. And we seriously take us up on it. We'll help you whatever any, we do. Anyway whatever we can, we can do. Sure. Uh, we, we do do that where our words mean something to us, our integrity is online and we trust the Lord with that. So, um, thank you guys for coming on the show again, go back onto the self evident truth.com. Find out more information about how you can get involved, uh, in your local school boards, things like that. Cause we have all that information strike forces coming out very soon. Uh, we're really stoked about that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be rolling out so many different things, our kids curriculum, all this stuff, this stuff, this stuff. And we're preaching again. Guys, thank you so much for booking us. We're booked into 2024, I think, until August. And so like, there's a whole bunch of stuff. We still have stuff to cover. So if you guys want us to come out, let us know. Uh, You guys are amazing. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Thank you so much for supporting us. So much for praying for us, all you that intercede for us. Thank you, Jesus, for you. We love you. God bless you. We will see you Friday. 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 Love you guys. Have a great day.